<laughs> so let me tell y'all what just happened, okay? So so we always start about what happened this weekend, whatever, whatever, right? Long weekend, Labor Day weekend. I go to drop Paisley off, right? My mom lives in a nice subdivision or whatever, 87 miles outside of town. So, so I'm driving into the subdivision, right? And for those that know, I drive a Dodge Challenger 392 Hemi, okay? A very loud car as far as exhaust is concerned. I could be driving one mile per hour and it sounds loud, okay? So I'm driving to drop Paisley off with my child in the car. Paisley's in the back seat watching her iPad. Hold she, on, you're, dri- you're driving to drop Paisley off with yes. your child in the car. Just let it go, man. Just let it go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just yeah. sitting back enjoying the ride. Just keep I'm it moving. Even, yeah. Okay, all right, my bad. So, so I'm driving, right? I'm just clarifying that she is in the car when I do this, okay? Okay. This old lady is watch, walking her dogs, and she goes, she puts up her hand signals to go two and a five with her other hand while she's holding the leash in one of her hands, and the dog is dragging her. And I'm looking like, what? And she's like, yes, supposed to be driving 25. <laughs> so, so she has this heavy New York-ass accent, right? <laughs> So I'm going, what? So I roll the window down because I can't hear her under, over my loud car. So she goes, she's supposed to be driving 25. And I, I, I hit the brakes immediately and I go, I'm sorry, ma'am. I am driving. Actually, I'm driving. I was driving 21 when you said that. It's just my car is really loud. She goes, well, you're making my dogs nervous. <laughs> Before I knew it, guys, I, I've had a bad day and a bad weekend already. I said, Fuck your dogs. <laughs> and, and I kept driving. Right? And I kept. So I get two feet up the street and Paisley goes, Oh my gosh, daddy. What was that word? And, and I say, Well, what word? And she says, I've never heard that word before. And I said, Dog? So I'm just trying to play it off. <laughs> And she said, I don't know the word, Daddy. I just never heard that word before. So I go drop her off and stuff. And I, I make a point to go a different way out of the subdivision just not to run into her again. That pissed me off. Oh, man. I'm literally crying. <laughs> that pissed me off for the day. Welcome oh. to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> oh, that's the best intro ever. Punk ass oh, yeah. dogs. Making my dogs nervous. I bet she take her dogs to therapy and everything. Punk ass <laughs> <Yeah>. dogs. Sheesh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Excuse me that's for cussing. Funny. Yeah, earning that E today. So whatever. yeah, well we yeah we do have a we're, we do have an E for explicit. So you're covered. Okay. God bless everybody. Oh. Had a good Sunday and Monday. Oh boy, it's late. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Let me get. I'm, I'm still trying to stop laughing, but yeah, let yeah. let Shire compose himself. <laughs> That was funny, man. I'm sorry you're having such a bad weekend. Oh, no problem, Sharon. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You had the big boy out. Yes. Um, and I grilled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bone chicken. Wow, wow. <laughs> oh, so you, uh, did a, you did a bunch of stuff with Liam this week. First of all, Go Blazers! That was that win was yes, way too man. close. That, yes, that had me so stressed. For up. Alabama State, I'm like, what? Come yes. on, man! Like yeah, the I'm, spread was like forty points. Yeah, they're forty point favorites. One by what five? Yes. Oh my gosh! Ray, did you go? I can't remember. Yeah, I went. I okay. went. Me and Liam went. Uh, so uh, it's usually been my tradition to take him to the Thursday night game and maybe one more. Just so he can get used to going to the game. So, uh, yeah, he, he's going that's, that's to. That's just that's quality parenting. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm tempering him in. We did some. We get some tailgating. I got a picture of him sitting out in his little tiger chair. And uh, yeah, we we went around and he enjoyed it. Yeah. Naomi asked me last week. She was like, "Aren't we going back to UAB for a game this year?" I was like, mm, "No." <laughs> oh, she loved it down here, though. She loves it. Yeah, she loves yeah, it. She yeah. loves it. She she wants to go back so bad. And I, it's funny. I asked her last. I said, um, "So if we had the opportunity to go to Disney World or to go back to Birmingham for a football game, what would you rather do?" And she paused. And I was like, "Really? Yeah." And she was <laughs> like, "So very smart, smart child." She said, "Why can't we do both?" 
<laughs> That's a good All point. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, the, the whole family loved it. Bakari had a great, Bakari still wears his, actually he had a UAB football shirt on the other day. That's cool. Man, yeah. I, I hate they close snoozies on you because you won't be able to get all that uh, apparel anymore. I mean, they have a new place, but I haven't been to it yet. Yeah. What, snoozies or? Well, snoozies is closed now, but they okay. have a new uh, kind of school store or whatever, but I haven't been to it. Because okay, they closed like, down my, my town, my team, they closed that down too. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Oh, oh well, yeah, you missed it. So oh, where are you gonna go now? I don't know. Just the bookstore in the is the I, bookstore in the Hill Center still there? Well, it's the, no. That's that's a Barnes and Noble kind of. Do you know where that food food fair was? It uh, food. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, they do have a like a little spirit shop in the in the new UC Hill I, Center. Oh, and this is the other thing too. You know, since we got good, if you go into like a Lids or a Foot Locker now, they will have wow. at least one UAB item. Whoa, imagine um, that! At least one. Yes, yeah, so. they have they have a, a UAB rack in the CVS down the street from me. Really? Yeah, I got UAB socks from over there. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm, okay, I got to check that yeah. out then. Yeah. Uh, Alabama won, Auburn won. That Auburn game was great, by the way. Hey, Oklahoma won. Jalen was oh, looking good. Yes. Three, <laughs> three touchdowns on, in the air and on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was playing I'm telling you right now. Now, Preston is a is a, is a a Bama fan. I am not by any stretch. In Roll the time. Ray is not. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <clears throat> so, I am literally begging the football gods to let it be an Oklahoma versus Alabama. I so hope that happens. <laughs> yes, I would love to see that too. To be honest, at least, in, well, yeah, at least if they play in the Final Four, I'm good. Well, hold on, who would you root for, Preston? Oh, of course, I root for Alabama, but oh, but okay. but I'm saying if Oklahoma won and Jalen got his kind of retribution, I would be okay with it. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah it's kind of like you know when you have a family fight and it's your cousin and your wife. In Alabama, I mean, they're both your cousins, so you can't pick which one. Oh! <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't nice. <laughs> it was funny, though. That wasn't nice. Well, what's not funny is that we're only, this is our sixth episode, and we're already going to say, you know, uh, give our condolences to yet another mass shooting. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, down in Texas, that that thing is just crazy. I'm still, you know, I'm still hearing details come out about that. But what's up with I Texas? Um, it's I mean, it's kind of like, yeah. There you go. That's that's one thing. And, what was it? I'm sorry you know, for the. What's that? What was it? I'm sorry. I didn't hear what Ray said. He said it's in America. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's true. It's but, funny too because the the answer for everyone, you know, oh, we need more guns. Nobody has more guns in Texas. Yeah. Right, and here we are, two mass shootings in a couple weeks. So, yeah, how's that working out? And he was he was a guy that had just been fired from his job, so it yeah. seems like one of those you know lashing out type deals. Did yep. they check and see what kind of video games he had? N- no, oh. I hadn't seen that yet. Oh. But he must. But I bet he was mentally ill. Oh yeah, that's probably it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how um, old the guy was. I was gonna look that up. But I don't know how old he was. Yeah, I think they said, well, they said mid-30s. 36, 36, I see it now, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's very tragic, obviously, as it always is. Texas is a crazy place. Um, For people that don't know, I deal with a... uh, not gonna say where I work, but 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 I, I run an ATM group in operations and installations and that kind of thing, and we're having to retrofit our machines with a, a special part that prevents you from pulling them um, with a truck and a chain, but only in Texas. Really? Yeah. What, we're what on, we're only having the issue in Texas. So many people are trying to steal money, and we're thinking maybe they're like farmer employees that know what the weaknesses are. But uh-huh. it's crazy, man. It's yeah, we've had like six get hit this year in the last three months. Wow. Now that's yeah. happened actually more frequently up here. I've seen that as well, but we don't have that particular company you work for up oh, here. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you don't have the trucks up there. <laughs> no, we could. I actually these I are big. These are big redneck trucks. Some of these dudes aren't even wearing masks, so it's crazy. They don't even care. Yeah. Things are different in Texas and in Florida, right? Like the craziest stories ever come out of Florida, but Texas is not far removed. Is that Charlamagne that says Florida man is always Florida man that does stuff? Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, yep, and he's right. Um, speaking of uh, 
you know, shootings and, and all that crap. Did you did you guys see the Dave Chappelle special yet? I'm sure you did. Yeah, I saw it. I finished watching it uh, in my car during lunch one day. Okay. <laughs> that's, that sounds safe. That's Well, he wasn't oh, driving. Parking day. I hope you were driving 25. Look. You're <laughs> 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 scaring the dogs. <laughs> Making my dogs nervous. Hell up. Own everything, yo. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, think, uh, I think it was... If it's not his best one, it's either second best to Killing Me Softly. Yeah, I think Killing Me Softly is the best one. Okay, yeah. So it's close. Um, Killing Me Softly is his best, but I think that this was definitely more edgy. I think this was like... uh, I I think that Ray had actually sent an article about, like, you know, kind of what it meant. I think that Dave Chappelle may have saved comedy. I saw that, yeah. And I, I agree with that. I think he saved... Com- and I said that, actually, that like the day after I was talking to some buddies at work about it. <clears throat> Shout out to uh, to um, Aaron and Emmanuel, because we were talking about it. But And they listened to the show. Anyway, I, I think that he saved comedy because he basically was like, come, just come for me. You know, you want to cancel mm-hmm. me? Let's see, let's see you try it. But uh, he had a hilarious bit about school shootings in there. I mean, not that it's funny. But <laughs> the bit was funny, though. Where, like, you know, it's kind of weird that we're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You're talking right to the school shooter as well. So where are we going to hide? Dude, Got it. the funny part about that is my well, a friend of mine had a class where we work. And in his class, they had to have an assignment. And one of their, their assignment that they designed was active shooter, like an active shooter drill type deal. They did a whole kind of presentation on it and our corporate security department picked up on it and started actually using things that they suggested in there so when we actually had our active shooting trainer we had a super crazy guy on our team at the time and he happened to not be there that day and and everybody was going the the funniest thing was one lady said oh it's good he's not here because he would know what we were going to do oh so so when i so that's art imitating life. When yes, I said that when I this was like back in was it nineteen? This is two thousand thirteen. So it's funny that Dave Chappelle said that, and it brought all that whole memory back to me. Like, oh man, homegirl said that back then. It's good that he's not here to know what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's very crazy. This same guy came to my desk one day and said, "Hey, let, let me type something in your computer." So he types up a website. And it was an all gun site, which is now blocked in our company. But back then it wasn't. And then he go, he looks at me creepily and goes, oh, don't worry. I won't shoot you and winks. Preston, you were lying. I'm not lying. I'm not making this up. He left maybe like a month after that. But man, I, that freaked me out. And I had to report it like, OK, well, this is what he said. I don't know if he was for real or joking, but yeah. Dude, that's scary. And somebody know somebody listening right now probably knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure that it, I, let's just hope he's not listening right now. <laughs> you know? I doubt it. I don't wow. think he uses the internets. That's why yeah. I always try to make friends with the crazy guy. So at least he'll think about not shooting me. So yeah. but yeah, like at my old job, uh me and the guys, we all had like, you know, plan zone if somebody gets to shooting okay how are we getting out of here and everything so my plan like i had a shelf i had shelves with like uh action Guns. figures and stuff oh. on it no I, I need one with a gun on it, i guess but uh i had shelves with action figures on there so i was like my plan was to climb up those shelves and go into the drop ceiling and come down in the hall and run so did you all have the drills at you all's where you used to work or not you? at my old job my okay. old job sucks uh so <laughs> um they didn't have the drills not my current job they had drills at all the locations and i didn't go to it but uh at my current location you have to you have a uh guard at the front desk you got to put a code in to get up to the floors and then each floor you have to put a code in to get into the actual work area so i'm like if somebody goes through all that and gets in then yeah we we got problems but it will be a person that already works there probably mm, well or, or maybe but not necessarily yeah if they've yeah. been fired yeah they maybe could so. deactivate yeah. and that's that's what they do with us because with my building what well, depends when i'm at the hospital it's very open so it's um um it, you know, you can really get anywhere. And I remember actually when Corey, when Delicia, Corey's wife, was working there, there actually was an active shooter uh, who I think killed a doctor and 
Mm. So, I think he ended up killing himself, but she had to barricade in. Wow. Um, but my office is actually off-site, and there's a guard. You have to scan your badge at the guard station, and your picture pops up to say, like, and it shows that if it's green, saying, okay, you can move forward. Then I have to scan again to get into the wing of where my office is. Okay. So, kind of the same thing, but, you know, if, if someone is fired, then they... um they deactivate that stuff very quickly. Mm. They actually deactivate it before they tell them that they're fired. Oh, okay. That's cool then. Because yeah. then they have to walk them out the building and can't exactly. get back in. Yeah, okay. Yep. Exactly. So, anyway. Yeah, and it's funny because Naomi, actually Naomi starts school tomorrow. She starts her last year of middle school tomorrow. I keep forgetting wow. that she's starting so late though. That's yeah, that really late for us. State, yeah, well, it's late for us too because they used to start two weeks before Labor Day. Um, Bernanda's school is always going back, I think, a week before. Actually, yes, a week before. But then the governor signed some stupid executive order two years ago saying no kid in the state can go back to school till after Labor Day so that parents can go on one last vacation. I'm like, you're assuming that parent, like everyone in the state actually has money to go on one last vacation on the, over the long weekend. But anyway, that was a political thing. They He basically did it to kind of – we have a beach town here. I don't know if you guys know on the Eastern Shore, um, but uh, um, I was going to say, so he did it to kind of like um, get those people on that side of town. You know what I'm saying? So like get them more business. So what, let me ask you this. When does she get out? Is it June? She does get out in June. She gets out earlier than the public school kids. So like when Bakari was in school, in public school. They were getting out like super late, like June 16th, 17th, 18th. But now every kid has to get out by June 15th. But she normally, Bernanda School gets out like I think it's the second Friday or okay. something like that. I've only something had like that. I've only had one year. My birthday is June 10th. I've only had one year that my birthday occurred during the school year. Wow! And it really didn't mean anything because <laughs> yeah, everybody but already guys, checked out. So. Yeah, but you guys get out. You guys go early, but you normally get out like the end of May. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's crept up to like the first Thursday in August, I think, or something like that. Most of the schools. Wow. Yeah, it, I know North Carolina. Early. We have friends in North Carolina. They go back in July. Yeah, because when I was in school, we'd always be out. My birthday is August 16th, and we'd always, I've never been in danger of going to school on my birthday. And now it's like, oh, yeah, you're in school during the, like, before the 16th now. Wow. So, Ray, since Lim's in 4K now, will he be in kindergarten next year, or how's that going to work? I have no idea. I was wondering uh, that. <laughs> we're figuring he's going, he's got another year. Uh, he's got, like, a, like a pre-K advance, advance. pre-K for advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I figured. That's Can kinda... he test in though? Can he get a waiver to start? I don't. Uh, I think P. Then you say you can't for kindergarten, so, but you so can for, for first, first grade. for first grade you can as long as you turn six years old in the school year, meaning before December thirty first, you can go straight to six to uh, first grade if you're turning six that year. Uh, in Alabama, just just I don't know if it's everywhere, but one of my friends no. did that. So we'll we'll figure out what Paisa is going to do if she's going to go to kindergarten or first grade. So yeah, okay. Those late hey, birthdays I, kill you, man. Uh, I saw something cool. Speaking of going back to school and stuff like that, but so who, who's Birmingham's mayor? Woodfin, Mayor this Woodfin. Dude, this dude. Is probably going to be mayor for life, right? <laughs> he, he he's awesome. I don't know he's how to working turn. on it. Yeah, he he's awesome so far. So, so he, you want to talk about the Birmingham Promise Initiative? He, yeah, the Birmingham Promise Initiative basically promises every kid in Birmingham City Schools, only in Birmingham City Schools, gets um, their education to a, 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 a state university paid for. Now that only occurs if you went to K through twelve in Birmingham City Schools. If you do, let's say you move into Birmingham City Schools in the eighth grade, you get that proportional rate for your schooling. Also, it only takes place after scholarships are accounted for. So mm-hmm. if you're eligible for a scholarship, you get the scholarship money first, and then the city takes care of whatever's left over. Either way, it's a good deal, and they have it set up that way so people won't scam and just move into Birmingham City Schools in the last year, in the 12th grade, you know, things like that. Right. So, Which it, I'm very happy about because I could see that, you know, 
I can see that happening. I'll yeah. just say that. <laughs> Everybody, oh, all of a sudden, you know, uh, Vestavia Hills isn't good enough anymore. Right. We're going to, to Huffman. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, and the, the thing is, too, I mean, this is kicking in quick. It's the graduating, the 2020 graduate, yes. graduating class wow. gets this. So, it's coming up next year. Very aggressive. So, parents, and I'm and I'm guessing, parents would still have to, you know, do the FAFSA and, and try yeah. to get the, yes. all right, the Pell Grant and all that stuff. And I think yeah. they said they help you apply for that stuff. Oh, yep. wow, okay. Yep, but you got to try that first, and then they take care of whatever's left over. This is so big because, essentially, it, you're going to have kids graduating that will have no debt when they come out. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, and then, I mean, really what that does, I mean, it, it opens up the door for anyone to be able to go to college. Mm-hmm. Unlike myself, who has thousands <laughs> and thousands and thousands of student loan debt, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, this is this is huge. So, you know, And, of course, people are already complaining, like, Birmingham can't afford this. Where's this money come from? It's mm-hmm. like, man, the dude did a whole video saying that, hey, we... We, we've got the money for the first few years and we're working with public and private donors and, you know, all this stuff. It's like, hey, they, they've got it accounted for. Let them try it at least. Right. Clearly somebody, you know, he clearly he did his homework because he did reach out to the donors and he knows a little bit about money. And Someone it, taught him about money. I remember last year he had they had some kind of surplus and he said, OK, this surplus is going to be going toward um fixing our roadways our potholes and all that kind of stuff and people were complaining about that and i'm going man i hit a pothole when i was 13 years old well i wasn't supposed to be driving in the first place i was gonna say how would you <laughs> yeah, yeah. my sister had a deuce and a quarter and i would drive to the movie theater up the street but i hit the same pothole on 6th avenue south at 13 that i hit at 16 that i hit at 21 like it was the same exact pothole Wow, dude! Let the man fix the potholes, okay? Right. Speaking of potholes, you know the uh, the gas tax started. Well, the first half of the gas gas tax started yesterday. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. So it's six cents. It's an extra six cents a gallon starting yesterday, and then next year uh, it'll go up to ten cents a gallon. Forgive my mind, uh, my memory. What is it going toward? I forgot. Uh, roads, so it's that's a road thing infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so, is it is this in the state? Is this a state tax? Yeah, it's a state tax. Wow. So they'll finally fix this alabaster sixty-five. Uh, you think that? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, they won't. Well, no, they they're won't. supposed to be fixed. Uh, done with mar. Uh, I almost said marijuana junction, malfunction, <laughs> malfunction junction, junction by next. I think March. I want to say. And then it'll turn back to Marijuana Junction because people can continue to traffic through there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. They're going pretty fast, though, right? They're, they're yeah, I know. I, I can see it from my window. Me. I can see it from my window at work, and I will not drive on it for the first four months. Can you see that Buffalo Wild Wings from your window, too? No, I can't see the Buffalo Dang. Wild Wings. Okay. <laughs> now, I've been to the Buffalo Wild how, Wings. How is it down there? It. It's, it's not bad. Okay. We're all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'll just I'll be here when you guys. <laughs> Whatever, man. Sure, how's the Buffalo Wild Wings in Laurel? <laughs> Which it's one? horrible, actually. No, there's only one. There's one in Laurel. It sucks. Mm. Yeah, they. I mean, I doubt they're gonna be sponsoring us after I said that, but that's fine. Oh, by the way, if you're interested in sponsoring us, <laughs> right. let us know. Our listenership, guys, has grown astronomically in in five weeks. Uh, probably be dead by the time they hear my grandma story. Cussing yeah, the old lady. <laughs> Cussed out an old lady and her dog. Yeah, yeah. You got a. You got a. I lost the dog demographic and the old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll see. Actually, that that bit may actually double the listenership. So, so uh, I did check the numbers this morning, and we're in like we, we have listeners like a, a steady group of listeners from eight countries now. Oh, cool. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. So it's actually grown. It we are actually growing faster than pretty much any new podcast should grow that's not back we're the fastest growing podcast for dads Dads. (laughs) (laughs) i'll take that yeah so thank you guys thank you everyone and um remember to check out our instagram page call me daddy podcast call me daddy podcast on facebook and call me daddy pod one on on twitter on the old tweet tweet and gmail call me daddy podcast at gmail.com that's right so anyway any suggestions any topics you want us to cover 
Yeah, if you you know if you got a dog that is scared of loud cars and so if you're not in the if you're not a part of PETA, uh, ARP, or the NRA, uh, <laughs> yes. I think you're still yes. around. <laughs> You yes. Know, you know something funny though? I, I still get people talking about Marshall, so they're still stuck on <laughs> that first so, Yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> so yesterday we get up and I forgot. I, I don't I don't even remember. It was early and, and um Bernardo was in the shower and I said, well, where are you going? And she said, I have to go run some errands. And I said, Where are you going? And she said, well, I'm going to the mall and I'm going to Marshall's. I said, yeah, I'll be going with you. <laughs> did, she, did she get that reference? Of course not. I don't think she's. Oh, she had listened? Oh, she had listened. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, I appreciate the support. Um, anyway, uh, so speaking of money. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so, so this is my question. So I think I was exposed to um, money issues and, and credit and things like that at a very young age. And I was wondering how old do you, does it, does the normal person start uh, delivering that information to their child? So I'm going to give you all an example. Okay. So let's picture you Sicily. No, seriously. Green, <laughs> Greenville, Alabama to, you know, I'm eight years old. We're at a Christmas party. And all the kids are playing with their toys. We don't have any, of course, because nobody likes my dad. So, <laughs> so they're playing, they're, they're playing John Madden football on Nintendo. So I go, dang, I really want John Madden football, right? Because it looks pretty cool. So the, I'm, I'm just talking about it to my dad. I have to build up courage because my dad was like a very strict, you know, male father figure, super deep voice, super imposing, right? So. We go to Walmart and I, I'll point through the little case. That's when they had video games through the case and you had to point to them like, Dad, I want that. And he said, you want John Elway football? That's what you want? I said, yeah. John Elway. John Elway football. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> on, on Nintendo. This is like 88. Okay. So he goes, yeah, okay, cool. He buys it, right? Pays the lady for it. $40. We get in the car. We drive home. I'm just sitting there playing with the packaging. You know how you are as a kid. You know, you're so excited about it. I get home. My dad calls me back to his room like he always did when he wanted to talk about something, quote unquote, serious. So he mm-hmm. says, hey, man, you know, I know you want this young with football, but I'm going to teach you a lesson about credit. So uh, the football, this game cost me forty dollars. How much did it cost you? And I'm going, uh, I don't know. You're my dad. I guess nothing or whatever. He said, right. So I want you to pay me twenty five percent on this forty dollars. And I and I go as an eight year old. This is so funny how crazy my dad was. I went so that'll be fifty dollars after I pay for it. He's like exactly, and you're gonna <laughs> and, and you're gonna pay it off to me by cutting grass. Now remember, this is December after a Christmas party. Grass didn't even start back growing until like March. So he holds it in his closet. Oh no! He lets me see it each week. I get to open this closet for a few minutes and look at it, and then he puts it. He closes the closet back up. So so uh, spring comes. I start cutting the grass first week second week third week and i'm just sitting here like man this dude and, and anybody knows where i'm from my yard was huge at eight years old cutting that grass was like was that cow still over there everything was still over there. <laughs> <laughs> everything was still over there so i'm cut- if y'all don't know he, his mom has a cow next door to them oh i have pl- plenty of cows uh horses bulls a horse that I named Tony the Tiger the Horse because they told me I could name it whatever I wanted to, so I did, <laughs> damn it. Oh my God. Tony the Tiger the Horse. Um, nobody asked why I named him that. Want to know why? Sure. Because uh, he's great. There you go. Dad joke of the week. <laughs> Bam. There's I- a dad joke of the week. It's done. <laughs> see, how, see how I, I slid it, like it in? See how I slid it in? Okay, so I do that for three weeks, and finally my mom went back to his room and told him something. They closed the door. He came back out. He gave me the game and said, here's your stupid game, right? But even at eight, he was teaching me about credit and all this other stuff. Now, I hated him for it then. Later on in life, I get it and I understand stuff a little better because of that lesson. So I'm just wondering, how soon do you all think you should start talking about money and credit with your kid? Like, for example, does Naomi know how much the horse lessons cost? Um... She, I, that's a good question. I don't know if she knows, she knows that they're a lot of money. Okay. Um, but I don't know if she knows the exact, because I don't think it's feasible to her. You know what I mean? Um, I did tell you all last week how she had her first week, you know, on her job and stuff like that. And then she immediately said, I don't know what I'm holding this for, but, you know, hold this 60, hold half of it for me. Mm-hmm. So that, that was good. I don't, you know, it's funny because I don't. 
<sighs> this is a good one. I mean, my kids are older than yours, so it's, you know, that, yeah. first of all, that's a horrible story, by the way. That, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> oh, oh, hey, sir, we're going to get to the wolf story one day. So, just, Oh, I cannot wait. <laughs> I want to get to the I want to get to the graduation bread story. We'll get to that one one day, too. You got plenty of potting to do. Yeah, we, yeah, and a lot of material. With Bakari, what's interesting is, so he, he just started his first, you know, full-time job with benefits and everything about a month and a half ago. Oh, nice. So I sat down with him. Oh, uh, benefits. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I sat down with him and I told him, I said, listen, I don't care what you put in your retirement, but you need to put something in your retirement. And they, you know, he's, I mean, he's 20. So it's like, you have a job that, that matches up to 3% and then pays half on the fourth and fifth, you know, that whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of companies do that. But I said, basically, if you put 3% in, they're going to give you 3%. It means nothing to you right now, but one day you will want to retire. Right. Um, so I did talk to him as far as retirement and, you know, he needs to put money in savings. Now his bit, like most 20 year olds, he, he has a certain percentage going into savings every week and then he transfers it out to spend it. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. It's a it's a learning process. But you know, but definitely with him talking about like just start if you start putting away for retirement now, mm-hmm. think how much money you're gonna yes. have forty years. It's from a bl- now. it's such a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Um But with both kids, I mean we would give them like, you know, I, I never really did like Bakari cuts the grass, I'm like, look, you know, that's price of admission for living here basically like you gotta mm-hmm. help out you know kids do the dishes or, you know whatever whatever so um but you know I, I don't know i mean we do talk to him about money we talk to him about the importance of saving the importance of tithing the importance of um you know you don't know what you're going to want down the road so as soon as you get a dollar don't spend it but right they're kids so they don't really get it um but yeah, I don't know, and and like Bakari did mention something about getting a credit card because uh, he saw something that you know when he was going to community college, and we we're like, uh, no, don't do it. Uh-huh. Like, you don't have cash, don't get it. Yeah, and I wish I'd learned that you know when I first went to college, because of course yep. they catch you in the university center or whatever, and like, hey, you want this credit card, and you know nothing about interest rates or anything like right. that. And, Man, they give you horrible interest rates because you don't have any credit established. Yeah. So, you know, you go and, you know, one thing after another, I just put on my credit card and then you end up having horrible credit and it takes a long time to get out of that hole. Yeah. So I have a, a way that I'm going to combat that with Paisley and any future children. So what I'm going to do is have them go ahead and get a gas card and daddy just play, pays for your gas. So at the end of every month, I'll just pay off the gas on the gas card. And that's like a little way of building their credit a little bit as it goes along uh, versus having a card that's wide open to them buying anything. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's what I'm thinking about doing. I talked to an older guy about that, and that's what he did. And his daughter, I think he came, she came out of college with like a really good credit score. and She didn't really have anything. It was just him paying her gas card off. Well, that's a that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that idea. The other but, good thing you can do to help is get a 529 plan. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys have started that. I have one for both kids. but I have I have two accounts. I have a 529, and then I have a separate, um, what is a mutual fund account. And I put money in both of them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a just-in-case type situation because... I don't know what college is going to be when I when Paisley becomes 18. She's got 13 mm-hmm. more years to go, and I don't know what's about to happen. Things are changing so much, I don't know how that's going to go then. So I'm just having something just in case, you know, it goes another way. Yeah, and that's what that's my thing. So I've got a 529, but it's I'm not putting much in there because uh, I think the one that I've got is an Alabama one, and yeah, that shaky Alabama education around. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but they could use it anywhere because I have one for Virginia. Like both, I have a five twenty nine for both my kids, um, a, a Virginia plan for each of them. Then I have a Maryland one for Naomi as well. So Naomi actually has. I have two five twenty nines for. So her. let me ask you this: Why do you have a Maryland one and a Virginia one? Because the Virginia rates were better. New York actually has really good rates. So if you do look at opening another one, I would look at, at New York. But I get a tax break by getting a Maryland one since I'm a Maryland resident. Okay, okay. So I can write that off on my taxes as far as the Maryland one goes, and that's why I did that. Okay. So I actually stopped putting money into the Virginia one, but it's got so much in there now that, um, you know, it's, it's good to go. So, 
Um, I, I feel weird about so if, for those that don't know, five twenty nine is a college savings plan, uh, and if all of the you know the the gains and you know everything that you the capital gains everything that you earn on this can you do not pay taxes on if it's used towards a higher education expense and you can live in whatever state and get whatever other states plan but if you get it in your home state you get a tax break so if you want more information about that just email us call me daddy podcast at gmail.com um what is this app have you guys heard about this app that will smith has yeah he he among a lot of other people are are um investors into this app i think they raised 22 and a half million um to build like a a no fee banking service for teens and Mm kind of like now a lot of banking services are are built like for example you know traditional banks sometimes they come along with fees that you don't necessarily know about until you get the fee right Mm -hmm. uh this is this is a fee-free application in which family members and friends are able to send them money and they have an account and they also get a card see which makes it different than like a um a Venmo or um a cash app they actually get a physical card to go along with it that they can spend in normal places if they don't have just a, a apple pay or a google pay type scanner um so they they still get a physical card but they don't get any fees or anything like that associated with the cars so it's just trying to teach them financial literacy literacy and that's something that i've been kind of harping about in high schools for a long time now they don't teach they didn't teach us a lot of stuff just like ray said with those cards and everything that you get a uh, you get attracted to allured into at a college campus because uh, you don't know any better and, and sometimes a lot of times our parents didn't know any better uh, fortunately i think we know better to tell our kids mm-hmm. but but they didn't do the, you know same things that we did they it, technology changed all that kind of stuff so but yeah i think it's a good idea um i hadn't checked yeah. into it yet just to you know to see what it's really about but it's so about. that's what i was going to say that now the card they get that's like a debit card it's not a credit it's card. right it's a debit card so i'm okay. guessing it's sort of like the rush card but the rush card has a fee associated with it and you have a you have like a, a time table on which to use the funds that's on it. Kind of like any kind of prepaid card. This mm-hmm. isn't like a prepaid card. It's kind of like a hybrid bank account slash cash app type deal. So it's no like, oh, if you don't pay this money at the end of the month, we're going to take 0.9% out of it. You know, that kind of thing. Now, you said it was for teens. Like, what are the age ranges on that well it's marketed toward teens i think anybody can get it per se i just think that's what it's targeted toward giving teens financially financial literacy okay yeah okay. Mm-hmm. and they can use it to get like you know ubers or whatever else it, it's it's well integrated within all the other e-commerce type sites that you would use it with you know so so basically kids are going to be all over america buying shoes from the sneakers app <laughs> but but i get it though because it it teaches you that hey if you spent that two hundred dollars on sneakers now you have zero dollars in your account in your account my my boss was telling me that her son spent three hundred dollars on a belt what three hundred dollars on a belt i've heard that story before too yeah how how old is he uh he's 16 now so i think he did it either this year or last year but yeah because it was one of those she's like well it's your money you can do whatever you want to with it and he was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to buy this belt. And she was like, that was not what I was expecting you to do. Wow. That, see, that's... Uh, what, how, I, have so, I have so many issues with that on so many <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask that. How do y'all feel about that, though? Because I didn't get a chance to do anything like that with my money as a kid. I mean, my first job was... I was balling for a 16-year-old. My first job was $13 an hour. I was a tutor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was, jeez. But but it didn't really help because I was helping my mom pay bills and stuff like that. And your dad was charging you like, yeah. like $2 on the dollar. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's not like I went and got. Cut this grass, boy. Give me that 13 <laughs> well, no. and then go cut the grass. Oh, dad wasn't even around then. He was gone. But, oh, yeah. but. but <laughs> what, what? But um, <laughs> but I couldn't buy. Any, he was a slumlord. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't buy any Carl Canaz or Jordans. Um. So what was Carl? Canaz? Yeah, Carl Canaz and Jordans at that time. <laughs> I couldn't buy any purple jeans. I just used it to help my mom pay for bills around the house and stuff. So you could have got it from Marshalls. I could have got it from oh, Marshalls. There we go. <laughs> but I didn't want the other things that Marshalls was offering. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna let that one go. I'm gonna change that. But anyway, the um, I was working. I I was working at Camelot Music, uh, 
uh, I, I can't even remember how much I was making. I know I was. I might have been making five bucks an hour. Wow, you were a teenager. You weren't balling like King P. Look, nope. I was working. I was working like in the summertime. I'd be a manager at a at a pool, but you know, of course, that's summertime. So like in the fall and winter, I was working at a steel plant where like one time a guy almost got electrocuted because Ooh. he fell asleep while moving a steel beam, Oof. and then the beam fell out, fell out the ceiling onto a power cord and cut the power cord because oh this guy's working three jobs. I told wow. them I was leaving and I'd be making six dollars an hour and grown men were like, You're making how much? Oh my goodness. Wow. And yes. And that made me feel so sad for them. That was balling. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent, man. And I I mean, but look, I was balling on a budget though when I was making that four seventy five or four eighty five or whatever it was an hour because I my parents bought me a car at sixteen, but it was I mean, it was like a, a, it was not an expensive car, okay? Um, but they said, if you want to drive it, you got to put your own gas in it. You got to pay the insurance. That's the deal. So, I mean, I was playing sports year-round, but I still had at least one job. And then a lot of times I worked something else. But, like, I there, there was a, a three-quarter length suede black suede coat from Wilson's Leather. that I Oh, wore. man. I remember Wilson's. Thing, man, <laughs> I used to work at Wilson's. Did you? Yeah, when I, I, I went love back to Nashville. I the smell of Wilson's just with the with the leather and stuff like that. Yeah, until you worked there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, cow. I put that thing on layaway. I think Peter. that I think that coat was like close to five hundred dollars. but it was like going to be like. I mean, I kept that coat until I left UAB. I had that coat for probably ten years. Mm. And I'm not kidding. I put that thing on layaway, and it probably took me like five or six months to pay it off. <laughs> but I did it. You know what I'm saying? And it was the same thing. Like when I was, I remember I was 12 years old. I wanted a TV in my room. And my parents were like, you want a TV in your room? Go make some money and get it. I cut grass all summer. But mm-hmm. I bought I bought my own TV, and I had my own TV in my room at 12. But see, they don't yeah. they don't have that kind of hustle now, Sharon. Because not at all. Okay, so one of my neighbors, not at all, one of my and neighbors, I, and I know firsthand. One of my neighbors is, is an older gentleman. He's maybe in his fifties. It may be in his sixties. I'm thinking sixties. Okay, sixties or seventies. He cuts everybody's grass. Kind of like he just kind of when I first moved here, thirty dollars a month. It's just something for him to do. Okay, nothing for real. He hurt his leg, had to have surgery, and I've been searching for little kids in the neighborhood just to cut my grass and just to pay them like $25. I don't have a huge lawn. You know, I'll pay up to $40. Couldn't even find a single kid to cut my grass. Nope. Not surprised. At all. Man, you know how many lawns I would run through on Saturday. If I was a kid here, right, man, I'll be balling. I'll have new Jordans every week just based off cutting everybody's grass. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't get it, man. Or whatever shoe I, they like now. I don't want to say Jordans. Right, I think it's still Jordans. It's still nah. well retros, but that's more so our generation that's looking at shoes that we couldn't afford when we were young. Yeah, they get the, they get the <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, getting getting the, they're getting Yeezys and stuff. Yeah, they ain't getting no Yeezys up here. They're getting like the Kyrie's because Kyrie. Came but those are cheap by. shoes, though. Those are cheap by com- those, by comparison. They're getting, they're getting the Lebrons. Yeah, so. Lebrons are kind of expensive. Yeah, yeah. Chris Paul's Chris Paul has some good shoes. Anyway, um, oh, they on- speaking of oh, speaking of basketball. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, you guys hear about this Demarcus Cousins issue? Yes, I saw it. I hadn't, I didn't follow up on it. So there's a warrant for his arrest in Mobile, Alabama, mm. on third degree. Another another headline with Alabama. <laughs> yeah, we're yep. getting right up there with Florida and Texas. <laughs> yeah, it ain't far. Speaking of which, there was another controversy coming out of your state this week, but I'll leave that one alone. Please do. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You know I want to discuss Yeah. Yeah, moving on. Um, So, anyway. um, So, Boogie apparently was getting married in Atlanta. And his son, obviously, his seven-year-old son, he wants at his wedding. And the son's mother tells him the night before the wedding, nope, sorry, he's not coming. Oh, wow. And so, Boogie made a comment about, I'm going to put a bullet in her effing head. Um, And... So now he's being brought up on third degree domestic violence charges. So anyway, he's saying he can't travel to Mobile because he just tore his ACL. Um, so he's physically unable to get there. But I'm not sure how he got to Atlanta. But you know, 
I don't look. I'm not condoning at all what he said. I mean, horrible. But I think in the heat of the moment, you say stupid stuff. Uh-huh. I think that the bigger issue here is, I you know, it's wrong on so many levels, man. I mean, like it's it's, you know, when when anybody, mother or father, uses a kid as a pawn, it's just wrong, man. And yeah. it, it and that's something that the kid. <laughs> Yeah, I just see, I see, I hear Pete charging up. Yes, I'm, I'm not, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm going to be very diplomatic about this. Yeah, but I, but I think it's. Um, I just have such, such an issue with it because that's something that the kid can never get back. So when the kid, you know, 20 years from now, well, Dad, why wasn't at your wedding? Why don't you go ask your, your chicken head mother? You know, I mean, that would be my chicken head was a very nice response. Yeah, no, I was trying. <laughs> so, um. so, so my only issue with it, I heard the recording also, and I, and I may, it may be another recording now, but I only heard him say that part, and then it kind of cut off or whatever. But you don't know what she said before or after that situation. Hundred percent. Well, you know, not, and he still shouldn't have said it. He still shouldn't have said I mean, it, right? He still yeah. shouldn't have said it. I just don't but know. I, but it's taken. I think it's taken completely out of context and you say stupid stuff when you're amped up. Correct, I mean, especially when uh, nobody's supposed to be recording you. <laughs> right. Well, that was another question I had. It in the state of Maryland, you are not allowed to record anyone without their consent. Yeah, it, it's different in different states too, though. So you don't know what it is now. Because that's how homeboy uh, that owned the Clippers got caught because it wasn't illegal there. Oh. Uh, Sterling. Yeah, Donald Sterling. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know what it is here per se. But but as far as the situation with his his ex his his child's mo- child's mother, <clears throat> so I've kind of <laughs> I've kind of elevated myself uh, above any kind of back and forth when it comes to disagreements. I've kind of pushed back to uh, and oh, okay, and that's how I end everything. Most serious conversations are taking place via text message, so I can be very clear about what I'm saying and not have a tone associated with it. When you end up in a phone conversation or a face-to-face and there's a disagreement about something that's very stupid, what happens is emotions come out. Whether it's hers or yours, most likely it's going to be yours, though. Because a woman, as we know, can say something to you that hits you so hard in such a tone <laughs> that you feel like your whole chest caves in, right? Like, and, you weren't even mad. Yep. But she even said it away. like, oh, now I'm mad yes. just because you said it like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you retaliate because she's got you so worked up because women are very good at finding your pressure points. Bam! I know exactly what's going to hit him. He, he, she hits you where, you hurts, where it hurts, and then you end up saying bleepity bleep 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 bleep. And five seconds after you say it, you go damn i'm never gonna see my kid again <laughs> because you lashed out in that five second span mm-hmm. and they always right. remember that five second span it could be five years from now and they go well i remember when you told me bleep 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 and they don't remember all the names they called you up until that point they can cuss right. you out for 30 minutes and they remember that five seconds of you saying something back and that's just how it is you just have to accept that for having yeah. kids out of wetlock and just accept that you're going to hell oh and also an alabama <laughs> In Alabama, uh, you can record a conversation if one person uh, gives the consent. Okay. I mean, if one so, person. Well, if one person knows that it's being recorded. So the recorder so, uh, can do it. Yeah, the recorder can record it, and that's one person. So, yeah, you're good. Well, I'm not surprised. That seems sneaky. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Uh... So anyway, you know, I hope that situation uh, resolves itself. I mean, it's. I feel horrible. You know, I feel horrible for the kid. That's what I feel horrible for. Of course, I feel horrible for, for Boogie and having to deal with that. Um, and I, you know, I wish he didn't say it. I don't condone it, but, uh, you know, as Chris Rock would say, I understand. Yeah, so. and you gotta, you gotta think. You know, do just pretty much ended his career uh, in a way that he didn't want to. And then this on top of that, I'm sure he was just like, man, I'm, I'm tired of all this shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, by the way, be happy that your child's father wants to be there. Correct. And wants, wants him to be in his wedding, you know, and, you know, is is around and is visible and, and engaged, you know, because it could be the other way. So look, man, my dad, the last time I saw my dad, him and his family stopped in Alabama from Buffalo. Stopped in Anniston, Alabama, on their way to a family reunion. So they stopped by and saw me for like 30 minutes on their way to a family reunion. Wow. 
Yeah. yeah. How old were you? Uh, 27. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like, he was standing out there with a damn baseball glove. <laughs> 17, 18. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, he showed up to the door with a baseball glove. <laughs> Trying to make up for lost time. Hey, I am still waiting on this Omega Supreme he promised me when I was nine. Man. <laughs> <laughs> wait he's, holding it, he's holding it till you cut the grass. <laughs> well, I was cutting the grass. I was cutting the grass today thinking about how my high school girlfriend's mom tried to get me to cut their grass. And I'm like, I don't need to cut our own grass. I ain't cutting your grass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, friend. Hey, Ray, have you seen your dad since then? I, I forgot to ask you that. I have not. Oh, man. You can cook and everything now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he missing out on some good-ass ribs. Damn. <laughs> punk That's ass. what he gets. Yeah. Very much so. Have <laughs> you talked to him since then? Last time I talked to him, I was in, I think it was like my first year of college. And um, he brought you some lollipops and bread. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I don't think I've told you that story, but go ahead. Man, that story's so funny. My mom still brings that up about the the bread. Although she thinks it's sweet. But uh, no. So the last time I talked to him, I was in high school. And uh, no, I was in college. And I hadn't talked to him in 20-some years. Like, I think I've been a lifeguard since I've talked to him. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) To call back to a previous episode. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, man. Well, fuck. Yeah, on that happy note. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he's like... You know, like Pete said, nothing else. Missing out on some good ribs. Well, my wife keeps trying to make me talk to her, and I'm like, hey. okay, Ray, let's let's have a serious note for a second, okay? Okay. All right. So my dad's passed away now. Um, if I didn't try to have a serious conversation with my dad before he passed, I would feel like I missed out on something. We had a serious conversation with him. I think it was maybe. He passed 2012. It was 2011. We met him somewhere and we got no sense out of him. We got no kind of admission of any guilt that he had from our childhood or anything to that effect. But when we walked off from him that day, at least on my part, I can't speak for my sisters. I felt clear. You know what I mean? At least I tried to talk to this joker one good time. So when he died the next year, I didn't know how to feel. I just felt kind of weird about it. I didn't really cry anything. And then all of a sudden I cried. We went to the funeral and I just had sat there with a blank face the whole time. But I felt kind of like I had closure because I tried to talk to him as a grown man. And but my, see, I guess my thing is your dad was in your life for at a some point. Of time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So like mine, I think we, him and my mom divorced when I was three. Uh, I would get stuff from him every now and then. He'd pay like sixteen dollars a week for child support. Oh man, that's a lot. And, and, <laughs> and I mean, you could have had you could have had like three John Elway football games. Man, shit. yeah. And I, mean, <laughs> I was making thirteen dollars out. You could have had <laughs> you could have had some tutoring money. That's what I'm saying. It was sixteen dollars a week. Hmm. So yeah, I couldn't even get. I have to save up to get John Elway football. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Three weeks. Yes, three yeah. weeks to get a football game, yeah. and so and then you know. I talked to him, like I said, last time I talked to him was I was 19. So, to me, it's kind of like he's been out of my life a lot longer than he's been in my life. So, to me, I'm kind of like, it's kind of too late to start now. And, I mean, he's my dad. I'm not his dad. So, I mean, I talked to my sisters on Facebook. Um, So, they've got my information. If he wanted to reach out, I mean, he could reach out. But, I mean, I shouldn't have to go chase after somebody that I did not have a part in creating. Mm. Well, yes, that's true. Because I feel like if me and Liam, like, would stop talking, I'd be like, hey, I need to, I'm an adult, I need to at least try to fix this. The, but you're a well, same, do you have, you're a same do you person. Have questions? Yeah, <laughs> true. Do you have questions for him? I don't think I do. So you just don't it. Well, we don't have to discuss it on this podcast if you don't want. But I, I think that that's really what it boils down to. Just because people won't be here forever. So even if it was just him hearing you out, or you attempting to have him hear you out about anything you felt, then 
once he's gone, there is no getting that back. And I think that's to Preston's point. Like, like I think to this point, I haven't cared enough to even want to cuss him out. Yeah. The only thing about that, though, right, is what I'm saying is once he dies, that's it. And you don't know anything. So that's the only reason I say you may want to just talk, just try to talk to him. And if he's just like a, a POS, then cool. You try to talk to him. That's it. And you can let it go after that. But maybe you don't have that feeling of maybe I need to try to talk to this joker one good time. You know, and if you don't have that feeling, then fine. But I carried around that feeling like, dang, I need to try to talk to this joker one more time just to figure out what was going on in his head. I think at one point I was almost there. Like I I had to go to counseling for something that, that happened a, a while back. And mm-hmm. I went to two counselors, actually. And so we had brought that up and, and talked about it. And I was almost there. And then I stopped going to counseling. I was like, you know what? I'm cool. Hmm. Well, maybe you'll change your mind. All I can say is pray on it. Yeah. <laughs> I went from cussing out old ladies to saying pray on uh, I was just saying <laughs> that. Hey, what a switch over 55 minutes and 58 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is a good one, man. That got a little deep and heavy, but you know, I, but I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there dealing with that. I mean, it, you know, we could talk more about that because I kind of have a very similar situation with my dad. But I was much younger. I mean, we'll talk about it later. We don't have to get into it now. But anyway, um, you know, I was glad that I did reach out to him even though I was a teenager because he did end up passing away uh, a couple, well, about thirty years later I'm trying to remember now Ooh, I'm glad you got that in there before that yeah. that was the nick of time <laughs> yep so, no but I but I mean ultimately what happened I shoot, might as well get into it ultimately what happened was my father was not around he, I think I was three when they my parents divorced and yeah coming to see you guys today sit outside wait and never show up that type of thing oh he was that um, kind of okay yeah, yeah. Broken yeah. promises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I told you, man, I yeah. sat outside for the longest looking for Omega Supreme for my birthday, and to this day, I've not gotten it. You still oh, had man. taken that baseball glove off. <laughs> yeah, you could see. I I would tell him that, personally. But anyway, my I mean, my father was, you know, I, when I realized, I, I think I also had to realize stuff that went on in his life, which is a, which is a lot to do as a 15, 16-year-old, but... I did end up doing it, and I actually sent him a Father's Day card and just basically said, I forgive you for never being here. <laughs> Man, hot fire. That yeah. was like a diss record. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, but he ended up calling me. He was crying, and from then on, we talked almost every single day. As a matter of fact, I was at UAB for three years. There was two days I was at UAB that we did not speak. And both times he called to cuss me out because I didn't call him. <laughs> the day before so it so what happened in that was a very um strong relationship that we ended up having uh but but yeah i mean luckily i you know i did have him for uh actually it's been 30 yeah so i did have him for 13 more years but um you know but it was you know it could have been another way you know what i mean is he uh in close proximity to you or is he somewhere else I mean, well, not now. I mean, I mean, okay. was he? I'm sorry, was he in close proximity? Are you? Who are you talking? You, to me you. Right? I know what raised. Oh, I know what raised oh, that was. Yeah, my bad. Ray started. He was in what? No, he was. He was in Wakanda. He was in Maryland. He knew where he was. <laughs> he, I always knew where he was. Like even when we would go see him, um, you know, because a lot of times he stayed with my grandparents, and he, you know, would be there like, "Hey, what's up? All right, you pick us up or something." My mom would drop us off, and then. He'd be out, you know, whatever floozy of the week he was with, mm. and we'd just be chilling with the grand folks. But, um, but at that time, I mean, he he stayed in the same town he was born in. You know, I mean, he was still there. Wow, so I knew where he was. I knew obviously where he was enough to send him a card. Right, that's true. So, yeah, I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, so I mean, it was cool. He's only like an hour away, hour and a half away. Mm. But yeah, but it was good. I mean, like I said, it was a. You know, it was a great relationship after that. So, you know, very strong relationship after that. But to each his own, though, I think it's, you know, you have to be comfortable with your own decisions. And Right. Like I said, kind of to P's point, you know, if there is anything you need to get off your chest, 
it's good to do it while they're I'm still. Like, oh, my damn Omega Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. All right, fellas. Well, you guys have a good week, man. I'm, you know, I'll let you know how tomorrow goes. I'm feeling a little. This is my baby starting her last year of middle school, so it's a little weird that you know as we get to these, uh, you know, as your kids get older, and it's like, man, where does time go? You know what I mean? Yeah, we're we're Just, uh, we're a good distance off from that. Thank God. I, you think yeah. it. You think it, but I'm telling you, man, it, it creeps up fast. So I just, you know, it's man. So anyway, you know, Father Time is undefeated. Amen so, to that. You guys pray for me tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, tomorrow I'm good. Wait till next year. But, you know. Uh, Actual high school. Yeah, who's who's UAB have this week? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, Akron. Oh, that's right. Akron. Yeah. All right. That's a W. I'm calling it. <laughs> but hey, well, I mean, Alabama State was supposed was, to be an easy I know. W. Exactly. I, I'm trying to be optimistic here. So, you know, but uh, anyway, go Blazers. Go Blazers. Oh, go he Blazers. Said it. All right. All right, fellas. You guys have a good week, man. All right. All right, man. Have a good week. Yep. All right. Peace, everybody. Thanks again for listening. And Screw them dogs. <laughs> that's the episode name right there. F your yep. dogs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Y'all. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Peace.